The only place in the multiverse where you can love the book, hate the movie, but still buy all the toys. I'm afraid you're just too darn loud. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm looking for a Jedi master. A what? Please remember to hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed. With your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. All right, ready? Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Yes Have Some Podcast. My name is Craig Goldberg. Live in the heat wave. 2022 is 150,000 degrees outside. I feel like I'm on the surface of the sun itself, but uh, we're going to navigate that stress. What's that? It is a Star Wars Giga Pet. <laughs> that you're fan. using as a I'm fan? Using as a fan. It's the only flat... <laughs> Near me that I hey, use as a you should but bring it makes no I, noises. I think Jess is bringing five gigapets with her for real. Yeah, she, she collect she collects pets? them and she's like, I'm bringing these. Send me a picture, and I'm like, You're bringing all of those? I love it. I, I love might, it. I'm, I might bring she's one of these then and turn it on. Yeah, for those of you who are, don't so know what working. we're talking about, we are uh on the on the cusp of a, a week in Martha's Vineyard, Martha's or, V, or yeah. Martha's V, as I call it. And uh, we're going to be having a lot of fun, relaxing, drinking tropical fruity drinks, hanging at the beach. Virgin daiquiris and pina coladas. And also eating delicious food, seeing Jaws filming locations. Um, This is basically like taking Jake. This is Jake's Mecca. This is his pilgrimage. He goes. It's kind of like taking the bow off. (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, let me say hi to everybody abigail how are you i'm great i'm excited to take jake to his favorite place his mecca and have a a sojourn together there you go Mm -hmm. it's gonna be a sojourn uh jake how are you feeling you excited about this uh trip yeah i'm 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 excited i i've been wanting to go back you know i've been to martha's vineyard twice it was both for uh it was both for jaws events so it was like (laughs) stuff to do panels to get to screenings you know stuff like that right um, right so it will be nice to go this will be the longest amount of time i've spent there and to just do what we want with uh, all you know my three best friends is great so uh i, I think it's gonna be fun I'm, I'm excited to like i don't know i'm excited that you guys are getting to go me too. Me too. I'm excited. That there's no. There's not going to be one morning where it's like, okay, what time do we have to get up? Yeah. It's like, what time do we have to get in line for something? <laughs> we wake up. We I go just out, we're in Jaws. Yeah. The thought of going. We're to in the, Jaws. Yep. Exactly. No, listen. Exactly. Northeastern beach town getaway. You know, a Martha's Vineyard. Uh, uh, what, are, what are some of the other ones? Cape you know, Cod. Cape Cod. Oh, uh, where does the the Camp David? Or Camp something? David, where the president lives. Yeah, that? isn't it? Yeah. No, just you know, any uh, a Montauk. I've always wanted to go to one of these towns and just kind of disconnect. You said that really are well. You, are you gonna Are you gonna make fun of the way they talk the whole time? Where they are no, like, he, no, I want to do it. Do I want to talk face. like that. I want to. I want people to be like, "Whoa, is he one of the Kennedys?" Okay. Is that John F. Kennedy? Is okay. John F. Kennedy here? That's what they're <laughs> going to say when they see me. I don't think so. 
Hi, people of Martha's Vineyard. I'm here. That feels I'm, like a George Costanza fan. I'm John F. Kennedy, and I'm back, baby. Uh, no, I'm excited. I'm absolutely excited. I cannot wait. Um, we'll have plenty of uh, pictures and, and video and, and stuff. And like we were talking about this uh, beforehand with uh, on Patreon, but if you're not part of the YHS Patreon, now would be a great time to join up. Five bucks a month, you're going to go to Yes Have Some on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash yes have some. One of the many features of being part of the Patreon is the exclusive YHS Patreon Instagram. We're going to have tons of photos of our journey, videos, reels, all sorts of stuff. And uh, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more later. But um, yeah, wow, Jake, it's ha- all, all we talk about now. It's all we talk about. God, it's like we don't, we're all just behind a paywall. Hey. <laughs> If anyone heard a cat meowing, that was my cat Gizmo. What's he doing? He's excited for the new. I didn't didn't hear him. He's excited for the the Gremlins animated series. That's I think it's premiering (laughs) at a festival this week. He is. He's happy that he's the inspiration for that. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So we'll we'll talk about uh, uh, Gremlins another time. Although I gotta say, I've been seeing these uh, the the what was it the the brain gremlin i saw it again at the NECA brain gremlin at, uh, walmart jake did you pick that thing up yet i haven't seen it yet I, I saw it the one time with you but we were um i think that was right before we were going to california and i was like i don't i don't need to be buying a toy right now i i haven't seen it locally yet but i will pick that up i think they also just revealed the demolition gremlins are coming out like a two pack oh, cool. of I think I think you can buy them right now. It's like I wish it was demolit like the old WWF tag team demolition, like, like face paint on, like <laughs> tongue out. Um neck is killing it. I'm so excited. Like we're going to Comic Con in a month. First time ever going out to San Diego Comic Con. And I'm really, really looking forward to being completely overwhelmed and flabbergasted and uh, and not sick. And not sick. The, yeah. It's gonna the be the day the day before we leave, Abby's like, What's Jake coming up for tomorrow? <laughs> Oh, you have to expose this. This is great. I didn't know that we were leaving for Martha's Vineyard tomorrow. I thought I had written on my calendar that I follow. I wrote the trip was starting on Monday. So just, I, mean, I didn't fact check with anyone. I'll put it this way. I just the thought next, we were leaving in like The first days. couple of days are like, you know, it's like the, the previews, basically. The trailers yeah. for the trip. We'll have some fun. We'll see some stuff. Yeah. Hell, maybe we'll go to an Olive Garden. I don't know. Like We'll see Whoa. what happens. I told we you should... all. I downloaded a podcast about Olive Garden. And if anybody should... go for it, I was just gonna say we should see how many Olive Gardens we can eat at between Friday and Monday morning. Well, listen, collect them. Here's I the bet deal. it's six. I bet we could do six. I want to put out a challenge to anybody who's listening to this before this weekend. If you're on our route, take us out to dinner. Don't be cheap. <laughs> take us to Olive Garden. That way we can get pasta to go to and dinner. have a meal later. If you are in North Carolina, Virginia, Maryland, Washington, D.C., <laughs> Connecticut, Pennsylvania, anywhere on the East Coast, please come on. Just and I, I mean a good dinner. I don't want any Not one of those cheese. I want a meal, Jerry. <laughs> No uh, soup. You were supposed to take me to a nice place like Mindy's. <laughs> um, well, listen. Let's let's get into this. We're, we're you know we wanted to make sure to talk about Jurassic World uh, Dominion. It, it is out. It is in theaters. It is making a ton of money, and it's crazy. Like you know, the Jurassic franchise is one of our premier you know top three franchises that we do talk about and love unfortunately with so much going on you know with ghostbusters and star wars it's kind of like it kind of snuck up on us a little bit like i kind like i knew the movie was coming out but like i wasn't caught up in like the hype train I, i you know after that first trailer i didn't really pay too much attention but um 
we'll, we're going to talk about Dominion. So if you haven't seen it, we are going to go spoiler heavy. Um, and uh, but I think a lot of our listeners have, have probably yeah, seen it's it. Been out, it's been out for uh, a full seven days at this point. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. We covered JP on our third episode. For those of you who are like keeping track, of yeah, so, we, yeah, it's always we did been full breakdowns of... early, like first week of yes, have some. We had yeah. Jurassic Park breakdowns and delete those. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm not telling you to listen to them. I was just saying if people listen, <laughs> no, they're know, fine. They've probably seen it. Hey, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, we started in Jurassic Park. I wish I wouldn't have done that. Um, I know <laughs> you've been doing it, but you've been is that your bo- is that a Boba Fett? Are you trying to do Boba Fett? Left in the sands of the Dilophosaurus area. <laughs> to ride that. Hey, by the way, um, what was my joke about the Dilophosaurus the other day? I had a good joke. Uh, what was it? Eh, something about his frills. I have no idea. Oh, yeah. It was the joke was no frills. Yeah. Good one. That Greg. was the punchline. We'll remember it later. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> hey, write us a joke. Yeah, write us a joke about a Galapagos. <laughs> we'll post it on Twitter. Best Galapagosaurus oh, like, joke. What's the best dinosaur to travel with? What? Galapagosaurus sore because it's no frills. Oh, it doesn't have frills? Oh, my God. I didn't think about this before I said it. Was that Craig's joke? Hey, I've been trying to do jokes recently. <laughs> oh, man. So, listen, I, I want to. I really want to break this down. This is the third movie in the Jurassic World trilogy, the sixth Jurassic Park slash world movie overall. Um, Jake, I'm going to start with you. This is a, a very important franchise to you. It's something mm-hmm. that you're deeply passionate about. Sure. Uh, the, the thing I always like to ask, what, what was your feelings going into this movie? Like how, what, what was your headspace? Uh, kind of walk us through uh, that old brain of yours. Um, that well, dinosaur brain. Fortunately, Jurassic world and Jurassic world fallen kingdom really helped in lowering my expectations for <laughs> this. Film. Life. Um, I, I like Jurassic world, the first one, but I've said before, I like it, but it's not Jurassic Park. It's not as good as Jurassic Park. Sure. Jurassic sure. World Fallen Kingdom had some good ideas in it, but overall is maybe my least favorite of the entire series. This movie turned out kind of exactly how I thought it was going to. I was like, you know what? It's going to have some fun stuff in it. It's going to have some good looking stuff in it. The original cast will be back but it's not going to be great. <laughs> and and that's what it is. It's, it's fine. I, I enjoyed it. I had some fun in certain parts of it overall though. I mean, it's not a very good movie. It kind of, you know, the, these three films have kind of gotten worse as they they've gone on. And I don't know, it's like watching mission impossible with dinosaurs. And it's so far away from where the franchise started. Uh, but also it had Grant and Ellie and, and Ian and, you know, it, it was fine. It wasn't great. It wasn't awful. All right. All right. There you go. Abigail. My turn. Um. Well, for me going into the movie, I had very, very low expectations, even probably lower than Jake. Um. I think I've said on the podcast a couple times, I'm just like, I. it's too many characters. It's going to be too many storylines to juggle. The fact that it's the six. Which it was, yeah. Yeah, the, it's got just a lot kind of going against it. Um, So that's what I thought going into it. But when I walked out of the theater, I will. I can quote myself as saying, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. 
I really enjoyed the new additional characters. Um, I don't have any of the the cast names up, but I really liked a lot. I've of the got. We'll, we'll do like a little tail yeah. of the tape, and and I thought it was a very good feeling movie. Um, it had like kind of a family, uh, sentiment to it, like about keeping those everybody hold on to somebody. That was one of the lines in the movie, and I just kind of liked that. I thought it was um a lovable movie and not perfect. Uh, but and maybe not necessary, <laughs> but very enjoyable. Yeah. I thought okay. yeah, all three of all three of us laughed multiple times. Like there were there were was some, some good laughs. But here's the thing though. I can't remember what any of the things that made me laugh were, but I remember right. la- I remember yeah. like it's six different times all three of us laughing at something. All I right. just don't remember what they were. I think uh Jeff Goldblum was one of them. He well, I mean it was pr- he was probably all of the, all, all of, of them, them, but I can't remember the specifics. Which is not good. So exactly. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it. Do it. Um fuck this movie. Whoa. Honestly, like I, I like like sure. Did I enjoy parts of it? Yeah. W- there's enjoyable things. It's always fun to see dinosaurs. I like the core story of Jurassic Park. Like the 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 fundamental stripping away all the BS like the story of you know the irresponsibility of man to genetically engineer these creatures that do not belong here and the consequences that we will suffer because of it i love that yes. and guess what the first jurassic park one of my all-time favorite movies lost world i still really like lost world it's great jurassic park 3 not perfect still fun you got yeah. sam neil You've got friend of the podcast, Trevor Morgan. Mm-hmm. You got William H. Macy, who I don't the know. Kirby's. What movie. You mm-hmm. got the Kirby's. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and there's like, I have some nostalgia because that movie came out in a time when I was like in high school or whatever. Um, I, I have complex feelings about this, this second part of the trilogy. Uh, Jurassic World has actually grown on me a little bit over the years. I, I think I like it more now than I did. Um, I think there's some, some, it's interesting to to see like okay they're going to reopen Jurassic Park it is now Jurassic World kind of like doing that soft reboot of it's a theme park it's bigger it's better disaster still happens like yeah that and there's some good performances in that movie <coughs> I really disliked Fallen Kingdom I can't even bring myself to to rewatch it I I find it to be kind of bleak um not scary I mean the one thing the biggest missing element of all of this is if you go back to the the 93 movie it is legitimately terrifying gave me nightmares well that's I remember and, and i just oh, no i just remember coming into my science co-op and telling everyone that i'd seen it i was very proud of it and also in my heart knowing i am so scared of it <laughs> yeah, but yeah. i love it. well and that that i mean that's been my biggest issue with these movies since the first jurassic world um you know, I, I, yeah, I love the T-Rex and I, and I'm going to root for the T-Rex because I love the T-Rex, but I don't like how in the first Jurassic world, they set her up as like the hero of the story, even though she's kind of the hero of the original film. Sure. But if you go back and watch the original Jurassic park, there is a 15 minute segment in that movie where the T-Rex breaks out. And like you just said, Craig, it is terrifying. You have to like, mm-hmm. we're all adults now. 
that movie, I remember closing my eyes during that when I saw it when I was eight years old. I remember seriously closing my eyes and then like being annoyed and I made my mom take me to see it again because I was like, oh, well, I missed part of it. And she's like, well, you missed part because you closed your fucking eyes, you idiot. Well, um, you should have told me how scary it was. I remember having like a serious talk with my brother about it. Like, were you scared? But I mean, like, but the T-Rex scene in the original Jurassic Park is it's played like a horror film. And then the Velociraptors are super scary in the first movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then let's cut to Jurassic World. Um, the Velociraptors are good guys now. They're all on the or they Lost they're World or Jurassic World. Jurassic, Jurassic World. World. Jurassic World. That's Sorry. what I meant. Jurassic World. Moore, we cut to Jurassic World. The Velociraptors are they're running alongside Owen on his motorcycle, doing this. He's doing sign language, talking to him. He's like, get. Yeah. And then the T Rex shows up and saves the day. It's like you took all of the scary out of this franchise. I mean, I think speaking of Lost World. Lost World. They is... tried to put the scary back in with Fallen Kingdom, sorry, and they failed. They, <laughs> they failed, failed so hard. Lost World, um, you know, obviously also directed by Steven Spielberg. Uh, you're never gonna recapture the first one. You can't. You cannot go back to the first time you showed a realistic dinosaur on screen to the world. And that that movie's like the perfect storm. Spielberg back in the apex of his career. Like you like people forget that like he like Schindler's List and Jurassic Park, like they came out in the same year, basically. Like they whatever, they like both came out in '93. Yeah, so it's like this is Spielberg at the top of his game. Was Lost World as good? No. There's some weird character choices with Malcolm and stuff, but there's some legitimately frightening things in that movie. The the you know the the t the two T Rex scene, the double T Rex scene, where they uh, eat the guy in the car. They eat the guy. They go over the cliff Eddie? in the in the RV, like all of that stuff. Vince Vaughn's in it for some reason. Um, yes, all, he, such a lovable character. Uh, I, I, it's not as good, but there's some yeah. memorable Spielberg. I agree. I Spielbergian agree. things. I, I complain about I, Vince Vaughn, but I I loved uh, Lost World. Yeah, talking about talking about the scariness. There was one scene in. Uh, the new one in Dominion that I thought felt sort of scary. And it was the Dilophosaurus when yep. Claire's like surrounded by the Dilophosaurus and you hear that there's a bunch of them. Yeah. I liked that. The music was really good there. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I was like, where's this been? I was like, where right. is, where has this been? But the only thing that sucks about it is so the Dilophosaurus have two scenes. There's that scene. And then they kind of show back up later and, right. and, and it's the same thing. You're like, oh, fuck, the Dilophosaurus are back. But then it's ruined because Owen just jumps in and like choke slams one. And I'm like, guys, what? Who the he gra- fuck grabs it by the neck. I, and I'm I like, got to talk about this real quick. I got to talk about Chris Pratt. I don't have an issue with Chris Pratt. I know some people, you know, whatever, whatever he does in his personal life, that stuff usually doesn't um, translate to my opinion of people on screen right. same with musicians i'll separate the art from the artist unless what they do is so egregious that it's it's you know Despicable, yeah. yeah yeah like marilyn manson can fuck himself right uh and, and also probably michael jackson he probably too. can yeah he yeah, probably well he cut his you know he, jared jared leto leto he cut his no ribs. one's watching i can say jared leto uh, that guy. uh what do you mean no one's watching 
Oh, well, I guess we do have some watchers. Let me know if what you agree you in the comments. About? What are you talking about? This is a podcast that <laughs> will forgot, be viewed by I thousands forgot, of people. We just did. Did we podcast? Do you think last this night? is just for us? Did you think this was live? This was just us talking, right? <laughs> this has just been a talking. <laughs> okay, That's back to it. Back to it. Chris Pratt. I think he's charismatic. I think he's great in Parks and Rec. I think he's incredible as Star Lord. There is. Did they like for this role of Owen throughout all three movies? His charisma is yeah. gone. He he's is made like, of cardboard in these movies. Jesus Christ! So... You want, it makes you think that maybe only James Gunn and the writers from Parks and Rec made him were the things making him funny. I don't know, man. I think That's Chris. Kind of I think Chris Pratt is a funny guy. Like, I think that he tries to play Owen as like the straight man, and it just doesn't work. Especially, listen. Sam Neill, that's the straight man. Mm-hmm. He is a man who you know he smells good. Yeah, you could just tell. <laughs> it's like when they made Ian Malcolm the straight man. In the yeah, yeah. yeah. Talk- yeah. is that what we're talking about? The basis of this? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just talking about characters in general. It like, just doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't like when 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 you know the plot of this movie is that's three or four years since. Uh, Isla Nublar, Isla Nublar. Don't fuck with me. I don't know what this. I don't know. How to... No, hey, no one's watching. <laughs> no one's watching. No one's watching. <laughs> the volcano happens. The Lockwood Mansion incident happens. Dinosaurs are now roaming free am- amongst the people, which is a cool. I think it's something I've wanted to see always in Jurassic Park, Jurassic World. Uh, and Owen and Claire are now together. Which mm-hmm. is kind of like okay that their whole their whole dynamic that made him interesting was he was always chasing her and she was always playing hard to get. I never found that interesting. It's not very interesting. I never found that interesting. No. Okay. Oh, there was something I was going to throw on. I can't remember right. Well, now. I was just going to talk about how much I don't care about. <gasps> I remember Grady. Oh, is that his name? Owen Grady. Grady I don't Owen. Give a fuck What's about his him? name? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. When he's riding a horse, like I just don't. Oh, is he going to build a farm? <laughs> Yeah, I don't care. The character that I actually cared more about uh, this time around with this movie was Maisie because I felt like in Fallen Kingdom they were like, she's just a clone. Look how it's just like they, she wasn't very human in uh, Fallen Kingdom. And I thought she was very relatable in this movie. And I thought she kind of stood out. So I wanted to say that. I mean, they. I, I think they backed themselves. I hate. Oh, my God. I hate the Lockwood cloning a human to save his dog. Like that's why they went in the direction of making her relatable. Like like, that works in a novel. Like I could see if Michael Crichton was still alive. Well, they, they JJ Abrams did. It's, it's almost as if fallen kingdom was the last Jedi. And then they kind of went back on the cloning stuff a little bit and they still, she's still technically a a clone, but she was born of her mother and they, and they went through all these things to show how she wasn't a perfect clone of her mother how they were different and like yeah right. it was weird yeah there's one big issue if i'm if i'm nitpicking the things that i didn't like in this movie talking about owen i don't so in the first jurassic world his relationship with the raptors makes sense because he's been training them since they were hatched and he has taught them hand signals and commands, but only that small group of five dinosaurs, all of which die except for blue. So anytime in all of them, you always see him doing that fucking hand thing with blue. Blue's the only dinosaur that recognizes that. Right. But in this movie, 
He does it to every dinosaur he comes across. Uh, uh, so, oh, and Jake, it, you're not familiar and with the works. And it somehow works. And then all of a sudden, Maisie does it with the baby. And it works, even though the baby hasn't you been trained. Know. And then he's got Grant he's doing it too. And and you know, I, I you know what? When something's written in a movie, then that's it, right? Like that takes out like you might have head cannon or something, but then yeah. if it's in the movie, then it's canon or not. And one thing that I thought going into this movie, which I still stand by, and I blame the writers for this, I don't think Alan Grant would like Owen. I I, I thought it was gonna Speak be a to lot it. of I thought it, I thought the fun part of the movie was going to be like a dynamic where Grant and Owen kind of don't get along, but by the end of the movie, they like each other. And you know what I mean? Because Grant is a real paleontologist and he knows about the real animals. These aren't real dinosaurs, but Grant knows about real dinosaurs and he knows how dangerous and scary velociraptors actually were. And I always thought like if Grant heard that there was someone out there training velociraptors, he would fucking hate that person and be like, no, you can't train these. You can't do that. Yeah. But, in the, but then in the movie, he goes, oh, you're the guy who trained velociraptors. And he's like excited about I've it. And I was like, no, with that. Fuck that's not I how it would be. This that. is not a good. This yeah, is Jake, not even Jake. If you were in Jurassic World universe, I feel like you wouldn't want to train either because you'd be like, this is not like. But why even in Jurassic Park three? Like, why do they treat Grant like he's kind of dumb where they're like. There's nothing in this world that could get me back on that island. Like next scene, he's on the like. Like, well, here's there's no the, respect here's the for the character that is here's the answer. probably he is the most respected. Dumb. Well, it's he's a money. little dumb. It's money. Oh. I I think Grant is fine in this movie. Other other than that, I I do wish he had a little more to do. He's in the movie a lot. He but, is, but Ellie gets most of the actual work and dialogue, and I and I can't she's be great. mad. Laura I can't Jones be mad great. at that. She is great. Her character is great in this movie. I loved it. I just hoped oh. for more. I hope more for the more of those like Grant moments where he has like, I don't know, where he drops some wisdom or he's just kind of following Subtlety. Ellie around the whole time. Dude, this even movie... JP3 had a really good. Sorry, I just totally interrupted you and stole the show. I'm so sorry. I'll finish quickly. But... Well, well, hold on. We haven't heard your comment yet. Let's not say you stole the show. Oh, I, <laughs> I guess that's a lot of pressure. Uh, Jurassic Park 3 at least has that moment on the river with trevor morgan and he like looks up and grant's like having a serious talk with him and then you see like all the dinosaurs that look like they're about to go on noah's ark yeah but there's a subtlety yeah. to that and 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 uh, uh sam neil talked about in an interview recently about how audiences won't accept a, a slower paced action movie i i don't believe i i think studios I, no i believe i agree with him though i i think i, I i'm sorry to cut you off greg but i 100%, no, fine. everyone's doing. making a habit of That's it what we're doing i 100 percent think these movies are like this be, I, I don't know that it's absolutely true but it's like studio pre there's studio pressure to be like well, there's got to be chase scenes. You got to be running every 10 minutes for, you know, I a hundred percent believe that like we, we do live in a world where movies are different now than they, than they were 20 years ago. And it's like, yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. watch, you watch the original Jurassic park and your main, your, your two main male leads are fucking Alan Grant, Sam Neill, who's this like old Australian dude. And it's like, now it's got to now it's got to be Bryce Dallas Howard and it's got to be the two prettiest people you could fucking think of in the original Jurassic Park. And it's, it's not like, good enough to be good looking. Bryce Dallas Howard also has to be like doing fucking Indiana Jones 
uh, jumping from <laughs> roof to roof. Of fucking, exactly. That, dude, like, I really thought Colin Trevorrow was doing, like, there's a portion of the, people keep saying Fast and the Furious, and I get it because there's, like, cars and motorcycles, but to me, that was Colin Trevorrow trying to do, like, it's like uh, a Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh-huh, kind of whoa, whoa, It's like 100%. Mission Impossible, or it's like, you know, it's like those Mission attempt. Impossible scenes. And it's weird because, like, I, one of the big uh, one of the big things that I've seen people complaining about with this movie is that um, Fallen Kingdom sets up dinosaurs just out in the open in the real world. Sure. They 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 release that what was it Battle at Red Rock or whatever? Yeah, with the Alice, little, yeah. Which which, was, right. which that short is amazing. And they nice. they reference they reference it in the beginning of this. They show a clip of it. Um, so they're promising you that that's what this movie is going to be. And the, op- the, the opening of the movie is that, and maybe the first half an hour of the movie is dinosaurs in the real world. But then quickly they're like, Oh, so just to let you guys know in this, in this, like, what is it? Five years between these films, Biosyn has been capturing all the dinosaurs, putting them in a sanctuary, They've also created a bunch of new dinosaurs in just in five years. Bison has created a bunch of new dinosaurs, which are also in the sanctuary. And then halfway through the film, they just drop all 15 main characters into the sanctuary. So then it's just Jurassic Park again. Let's talk about Bison a little bit. Uh, Let's let's kind of break down the characters. Okay, so we we have um, Laura Dern, Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill returning um and not, they're and they're great and they're this. great and when they the original movie, cast great. is great and similar sorry similar to how uh the uh rise of skywalker had me feel like uh it's just good to see him on screen kind of and it's a similar thing but yeah wasn't but it's maybe feels a little hollow once you kind of start thinking i mean listen ghostbusters afterlife brought back original cast in a well egon was a little hollow too in that oh oh because he's because he's a ghost because he's a ghost Uh, i get it i get get that's good pun um fun with puns um that wasn't a was it it's a play on words no but you know in in afterlife okay in afterlife you've got the original cast showing up at the very end this movie was more intentional about involving them in in the plot and i was happy about that like i was excited that it wasn't just the original three are here to help say like this movie made a point like um they're doing their own thing they're not involved they're literally not involved with the jurassic world cast in any way until their lives kind of just run into each other towards the end of the film and i will give a, a credit the 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 plot is interesting right these locusts that were manufactured by biosyn uh that are basically destroying wheat crops or destroying crops and could potentially affect the entire like you know uh ecosystem of of the way food is uh created and uh unless unless unless. you buy the biosyn seed it's like a it's like a classic 50s mad scientist yeah sure which i was fine with interstellar's plot with like we're running out of food that's kind of what they did right so and then ellie's investigating it she recruits grant you get that reunion with them he's like 
clearly been thinking about her every day for 30 years. She's divorced now. When she said she was divorced, Jake went, yes. Did I? Yes. <laughs> it was a, you I and me. Yeah. I did the same thing. Um, <laughs> Ian Malcolm is yes. working at Biosyn as a guest speaker, but he's like undercover trying to out the system. He's working like there, there's some fun. Which is something he, which is something he would do. Sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and you're not going to uh, create locusts, are you? Like enjoy the free ride, but also take down the system. Right. Um, Chris Pratt is back. Bryce Dallas Howard is back. Uh, Dewanda Wise was the most substantial new character. Uh, she was the the pilot that kind of is, you know, she's not good. She's not bad, but then she goes good. She's she definitely a very believable pilot. I, I, I like that character and I thought she was cool, but I also felt like she's completely pointless to the plot other than let's add another character. Like you don't, you can make the same movie without that character. It's just someone needed to save Maisie. And I guess, yeah, I agree. I guess, but, but she was, but she was fine. Like it wasn't, I didn't think that character was bad. It just felt like we were piling up characters. And And you had some of the other smaller characters from the first two movies coming back. Um, and then you have, uh, Kind of, uh, BD Wong is back as Wu. Um, kind of. Kind of. Uh, and then you have uh, Lewis Dotson, uh, who is kind of the leader of Biosyn, portrayed as a, you know, Elon Musk, uh, you know, tech uh, giant kind of eccentric guy. Now, if you remember from the first Jurassic Park, Dotson, we got Dotson here. This is the same character, different actor. But now he's Steve Jobs. I want to go on record. I hated it. I don't get it. I don't see that buffoon that was trying to. He never seemed like. Okay, let me talk. It's a different character. It feels like they just. uh, It feels like they wrote the movie and then at the end was like, wait, hold on. What if this was? What if this was Dotson and they just changed the name? When Dotson is. um, When Dotson is meeting with Dennis Nedry and is trying to figure out how they're going to get the. uh, what do you call it? The the samples. What are those things called? The embryos. The, the embryos. Yeah, the embryos into the Barbasol can. Which somehow he has found the Barbasol can. That makes no... Where, how did he find that? Right, right. And like, he's kind of like this little buffoon. He's wearing sunglasses and a hat. It's kind of like this silly thing. Um, it's like a putz. Yeah, he kind of felt like the middleman, right? He didn't he, seem like... He was. He works for the company, but he's not the like... Yeah. Right. Whatever. So now, years yeah. later, Biosyn, which is like the new, whatever version it's of the engine, new engine, yeah, he's it, not a gentle genius at any point. In that no, way. no, and like, and now he's kind of this like slightly eccentric. Clearly, does not have anybody's interest but his own at heart, uh, or or whatever. And and it's fine, but it just to me, it would have been like if they made like like if they try to bring a lot of reverence to Dennis Nedry as a character, like, Oh, the, the, you know, what, what happened to his family after he did like, sometimes you just got to let, and here's the other thing. They did it for nostalgia's sake or for nostalgia's uh, for the sake of nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Most people are not picking up on it. Most people like casual moviegoers aren't going, Whoa, that's Dotson from dress. Like people right. aren't connecting yeah. that dot and not to go dark all. but the real actor there's kind of a some negative stuff that happened or some stuff oh right the so real yeah it's not like it's like he's someone who deserves to be remembered honestly when i see dots i'm like oh i remember how that actor went to jail for some bad shit 
Right. That's what you think about. That's kind of what I was thinking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't nostalgic for me at all. I was just like, oh, fuck. I guess they're yeah. honoring him. And I get it. They want whoever's running the, the, the new company to have some sort of connection or to be somehow involved in the Jurassic franchise uh, from before. But I don't know if that really mattered much at all. It's another thing that's weird about Biasin to me is that um, they've Biasin as a company has kind of been around like since the first Jurassic Park and they've always been a weird shady. They've always been the evil guys. So it's weird to me that now we're at a point where Biasin is this big company and nobody thinks nobody knows that they're the bad guys or they're shady or anything until this starts happening. It's like they Dotson has been the bad guy since the first film. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's such a far leap. I feel as though the three of us could edit a very pal- palatable version of this movie if we had the time. And uh, you know, yeah, I think that. so. What's the deal with Colin? What's yeah. the deal with Colin Trevorrow? Like what? Like he was kind of handpicked by Steven Spielberg. He had a couple indie films. He was supposed to do Episode Nine, and they replaced him because they hated the script and all the Ryan Johnson stuff. I mean. The crazy thing is this movie's making so like well of this is, the, it is it's Jurassic Park it's going to make Why money. is Ju- Jurassic World made more in its opening weekend than Afterlife made in its entire run and I get it dinosaurs are popular and the Jurassic Park movies are popular but we're talking it art it's diminishing returns yeah. at this point like it's like at some point does the public have to go eh we've seen it it's not impressive anymore Hey, I'm not in imp- Craig. Yeah. There's like 10 Fast and the Furious movies. This is the yeah, kind of this is the, the kind of st- this is the kind of stuff that the general public likes. This yeah. is like yeah. this running around jumping off of roofs. Like that's the kind of shit that studios push because the general public that are kind of dumb and aren't like, you know, they're not the kind of people who are like you know, they just watch movies as entertainment. They don't care. It's not good or bad to them. They're just like, oh, well, he did a big jump. I like that part. You know, like, Whoa, maybe it's, that's that's why these movies do well. Like, it's, we go see, I'm going to go see every Jurassic Park movie. That, also, there's no way this is the last Jurassic Park movie. We no. Have. There's when no I want, way. Well, I, I want to get to that. You all right? I've just been freaking out over here. What I want to <laughs> say is maybe the studio's should hire someone different or like explore no. different stories instead of just having the same dude do the but movie not, over and over these and movie, over. But you guys are missing something. These movies are doing well, which means they're, they, well. they're not going to change. I know. Jurassic that's why World I'm angry. Really Actually, well. that's like, why I'm angry. I, I was the first Jurassic World. Like if you go back and watch it, which I do you know, periodically, it does have some dumb stuff, but it also does have a couple parts that, remind me of jurassic park like i think the first jurassic world is a good film but it gets crazy from there and and it, i mean even there's some craziness in that movie. like whenever all the dinosaurs get loose and they're like you know the 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 fucking pteranodons are dropping people into the mosasaur's mouth and shit yeah. it's like this is silly but um it that's what people like and they they do well so they'll they'll keep making them like this like if something's right. making a lot of money there's no reason for them to change it up there just right. isn't right where um i like that part in the movie too though Jake. i mean all these movies have stuff i like <laughs> i'm i'm it's fun but i'm just I saying know. 
I'm saying that's where the craziness starts. I know. I, know. I was laughing. It started there and it ends in this yeah. movie with Claire doing, you know, Ninja Turtle flips off a of roof. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's yep. Mm-hmm. I was hey, laughing. Power. Um, something else that I dislike about the new three Jurassic World films is that they do this thing where you know they they started they put a couple dinosaurs in this film that were a little more they they did feathers in this film which is something that some people have been annoyed about the entire time not doing feathers on dinosaurs um and you know what they put a pyroraptor fully feathered raptor in the film and he's not completely accurate but he's closer than what the other velociraptors are there's a therizinosaurus which is kind of the guy with the fingers the big freak that's you know fairly accurate to what those guys look like but the issue is that jurassic park is really good when the dinosaurs are acting like animals act you know in the first jurassic park the T-Rex acts like an animal. You know, he's curious. Right. He's looking for food. The Brachiosaurs are up in the trees just eating food, not giving a fuck about what's around them. That's They're acting as animals would naturally act. But the Jurassic World films have an have a issue with making their animals act like uh, monsters. Right. You know, and when you got like, the the T-Rex and the Therizinosaurus are ganging up on the Giga. It's like, that's not how animals act, you know? Therizinosaurus right. is a herbivore. And yeah, thank you for showing us eat one leaf. But then they also show it like, but then they also show it like slap a deer out of the way. Yes! And, and stalk Claire. It's a herbivore. Why right. is it stalking Claire? Why does it stab its finger? Like, Dinosaurs don't team up on other di- like that's not how you know two different species of dinosaurs aren't teaming up to to kill the big bad like that's that's just not how animals act and that's right. a thing that's how that's, that's what annoying. happens at the end of a Godzilla movie I'm feeling you so hard on exactly this, that's Godzilla versus Kong and it and it also annoys me that they're gonna try to make the the Rex like you know the big there's this dramatic scene in this movie where you think the Rex is maybe dead and then there's a slow close up on its eye. And then its eye opens up and you're like, you're supposed to be like, yeah, she's not dead. But then it like needs, why does the T-Rex in the Jurassic World movies always need help to defy, to defeat the other? The, in, in the first Jurassic World, it needed the raptors and it needed the Mosasaur to defeat the Indominus. And then in this movie, it needs the Therizinosaurus. To def- it's like, just let it fucking kill something. It's a, ter- it's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. It doesn't need another... It doesn't need help. It's like they want it to be wrestling, or they're influenced by professional wrestling. Like, <laughs> we've got to have a tag team here. Yeah, what exactly. do you think, Royal, Royal it's, Rumble? It's um, one of the things I really hate about and, this movie is that fight at the end. Yeah, I'm so on board. Just wanted to echo what you're saying, Jake, because I know <sighs> that the first movie was so important to me and really struck a chord with me because I believed the science of it, and I was watching it thinking, like, it, got, it piqued my interest in, in actual dinosaurs. I wanted to read about them and learn because it was like, wow, these are real dinosaurs in this movie. They're treating it probably because it's so close to the Michael Crichton work and they had something like that to go off of, which was like factual. That's, I think, probably, in my opinion, why Jurassic Park was had had that That's had animals being animals, dinosaurs being dinosaurs. 
and now they've become like, well, what what does the dinosaur mean to that us is now? Such a what good does point. the dino- dinosaur mean to us in twenty twenty two? Is it a the, are they a weapon? Like, this is what I love about this, and this is what I love about the first Jurassic Park, and it's been you're getting away from this core concept with each additional movie, which is Jurassic Park is uh, rooted and routed uh, in the uh, in the thought of what if this was happening in real life? What would it be like if we were able to bring back dinosaurs as theme park attractions? It's grounded in reality. It's right. grounded in actual paleontologists and a, and a paleobotanist and a, a, a statistician yep. and a lawyer, a lawyer coming to the island to assess and kids. this. And, and a couple kids. Um, <laughs> think about the first Ghostbusters. It, even though it's a comedy, it's, it's, it's grounded in some sort of reality. It's what I love so much about Afterlife is that your, 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 the fantastical elements add uh, to, to what you feel for the characters because you're able to kind of live in their shoes a little bit. The you sp- can't live. Dude, can I talk? I'm sorry. Can, do I get to say things? You do. I just want to. No, say it. Go for it. I was just going to say that Ghostbusters does feel like it has that real hard science because the supernatural takes place in like a library or like in a very banal circumstance. Sure. And I think, and I think that, um, I think that the further you get away from that and the more you adapt the fast and the furious elements and the, you know, like, I mean, the next mission impossible movie is going to have, they're filming in space. And they're going to do the same thing with Fast and the Furious. And that's probably where Jurassic Park's going. Like, they're going to be like, oh, we're, we have to bring dinosaurs to the moon now. And it's set like, in space or it's filming in space. Tom Cruise, they're building a oh. special capsule for Tom Cruise to go to space to film some scenes. To film, yeah. That's important. <coughs> but that's what we should be doing. That's what we should so, be doing. Right so, that's what our money should be going that's towards. That's what it yeah. should be going towards. Yeah, that's cool. Just not enough food or anything. There's not food anything or homes else or going on in the world. Tom Cruise. Um, but so listen, I, I, I believe everything we've been saying is accurate. I don't think the movie's great, but I, I did like Abby. I did have fun with it. There yeah. were things I laughed at. I did enjoy seeing the original cast back on screen. And I will say most of the dinosaurs looked pretty great. There were, there were animatronics on screen. The Dilophosaurs were animatronic. There was a full-size animatronic for the Giga. There were, uh, you know, the the Parasaurs, whenever he's, like, when they're running with the horses. Like, that stuff does look, visually looked really cool. There was a lot of, like, good stuff to actually look at. So I can't, I, I, the, the Quizicodalus on the, the airplane mm-hmm. was really cool. Like, even though they made it three times as large as it is anyway, and it's a fucking giant, it's the biggest that, you know, that was the thing. Remember the statue we saw in the field museum that we took our pictures with yeah. the real big. That's what that dinosaur was, but they made it like three times bigger than that, which is crazy. But, um, but I enjoy. Yeah, that's him. That's, that, that's the, the guy. Plastic. That's oh, the, the guy. wax statue. I put a coin in and I got it. made. That is the guy. But yeah, but I, but I did enjoy there was a lot of new dinosaurs and most of the dinosaurs looked great. I thought blue, I thought the CGI work on blue looked bad. Every time blue was on screen, I did not, I did well, not I think like it goes it. into the thing you were talking about earlier, which is like the original Velociraptors are, it's like you're watching a slasher movie. It's, it's, 
it's heart pounding terror. Yeah. Uh, Blue kind of feels like a mascot. The the little baby's yes. cute, but like you know that they're thinking like, oh, this could be like the new Grogu. <laughs> like that they, they have. <laughs> Check it out. We're gonna have Chris. It's Pr- a baby. We're gonna have Chris Pratt carry around a baby dinosaur, and then uh, whoever's we gonna heard look the at babies him, are testing well. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Our reporting shows that babies are testing <laughs> very well. I liked. I liked Beta. Baby, boss babies specifically. <laughs> I liked beta more than I liked blue. Like I, I've never had any kind of emotional anything for blue. I don't like friendly velociraptors. That's stupid to me. Um, and I think the fact that blue is blue makes it look less realistic. Yeah, like the fact that her blue? coloring is blue. She's got more blue. Less... Well, even though, even though a bad. lot, even though a lot of dinosaurs probably were like brightly colored, the fact that the Jurassic Park velociraptors are all kind of a dark gray yeah. and in part two they got this dark orangish color right. and then blue and then blue's got a giant blue streak down her hey i'm blue butt. i got a baby i'm blue i'm blue and i've got myself a little baby now are you interested <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah hello my name is blue oh you're doing that <laughs> i eat your quetzalcoatlus why do you say it <laughs> quetzalcoatlus Pretzel. Sure. I pretzel, 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 <clears throat> for Jurassic movies, favorite one, Jurassic Park, the original. Um, after that, I would say for enjoyability factor, I enjoy watching Jurassic Park 3. After that, I would say Lost World. After that, I would say Jurassic World. After that, I would say the movie that just came out, Dominion. And then final would be uh, Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah. I think okay. mine's similar. It would probably it would probably be number five, and that's because I don't think anything's ever gonna. I don't think we're gonna get movies that have the same feeling as the original three. Um, and I I genuinely think the first Jurassic World is a good movie. I would put this behind Jurassic World, so that would be five. Fallen Kingdom would be the number six. Yeah, I, I would have this ranked five as well. Um, I do not like Fallen Kingdom at all. I, I they'll be it'll be hard for them to beat that one for me. Um, first Jurassic Park. Mine go, my ranking goes one two. Um, probably Jurassic. I like Jurassic World as a movie more than Jurassic Park three. I've got fun nostalgia tied to Jurassic Park three. Um, but I, I the movie I enjoy. We were watching it uh, uh last week on television till something happened. I think um the motion I, I, flow. I, I, Oh, the oh, motion flow. Right? I think. Uh, Thanks, AJ. I, I also think Jurassic World is probably a better film than Jurassic Park three, but I also enjoy Jurassic Park three because Grant is great in it, and he's he is Alan Grant in it. And if you right, listen to right. Sam Neill talk about Jurassic Park three, he's like, yeah, it didn't do the best, but he he genuinely liked making that movie, and and. Uh, you know, our friendship with Trevor has brought me closer to Jurassic Park three. And uh, I, I do enjoy that film. I, I can I can I can separate the fact that maybe it's not the best movie, but I still really love it. And I would do you watch think it, it would have been, a few others. 
do you would do you think it would have been more effective to have um more meaningful to have Ellie and Grant and Malcolm come back for the fourth movie as opposed to the sixth movie? Like if they yes. were in Jurassic that World? That, if they yeah, that was Dr- the time to Jurassic do it. World? I think that was the time to do it. I would have rather, I mean, I think it would have, yeah, it would have been great. I, I, yeah. I, I mean, I, I understand that it's hard to bring them back. Like the plot they went with where they're reopening a park. I understand that it's hard. Like, why would the original characters give any kind of fuck about they would be like that's stupid and they would want nothing to do They'd be like hey don't do that so i can i can understand that it's hard to find a place for them maybe i just think think these movies i think the way they brought in the i think the way they brought in the the original characters is good and i think the way even even though uh dominion is our or uh fallen kingdom is all of our least favorite film I like the last three minutes of that movie. It's it's a voiceover. That movie is bookended with Ian Malcolm in a court trying to, you know, kind of plea the case about the island. Right. And that stuff is good. It's very good. And it makes me think of the original Jurassic Park. And that movie ends with Ian Malcolm talking about how bad of an idea all of this has been while you're seeing dinosaurs, you know, show up in on the mainland. Right. And I, and I think the way they've brought in the original characters, it works for me. Right. I just want more subtlety. I I love the first 35, 40 minutes of Jurassic park. You know, obviously you start with the, the, the Muldoon Velociraptor like sets the stage that there's shit going down, but then you've got the, all the scenes in in Montana and Ellie and Grant having like their chemistry, yep. Hammond showing up, getting to the island. Uh, it's just it's a per- it's it's literally a perfect film. Like it yeah, is. So like I'm awesome. so, I'm so mad that Steven Spielberg has I don't know three or four three at least perfect movies that he's made. Right. Three he's I can name off them. Yeah, sorry, and there's sorry. and some people would argue that he's got a couple more, but right. the Jurassic Park is a and it's my it's it's in my top three of all time. It's it's a perfect film. It's hard to follow that up. And I and I whenever the first Jurassic World came out, I knew I you know, but even before seeing it, even before seeing a trailer, I had to tell myself, like, look, Jurassic Park is it's up there. Like it's not there's not movies like that anymore. Right. It's 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 a rare thing. And it's hard for movies to be that satisfying. And I was like, I had to tell myself before Jurassic World came out, like, don't expect this to be exactly like that. It's going to be, we're, yeah. we're 30 years in the future, 20 years in the future. I understand how m- movie making is and how uh, studios are nowadays and how they kind of push certain kind of things in movies. So I remember being like, I'm going to have to give Jurassic World a little bit of leeway because it's not going to be that. And I think I've enjoyed the the third, you know, these three films a little more than I would have because I I've told myself like tempered you got to chill yeah. out a little bit. Tempered expectations. What um so I think it's safe to assume that there's going to be more Jurassic films. There's going to be more movies. I think so at some point. Like I don't I don't know that there's a plan. I I think it's going to end up being another you know, Colin Trevorrow, I think he's has said he's pretty much done. And, and to their knowledge, that was just going to be the end of the franchise. 
but it makes a lot of money. And I, and I don't, exactly I don't see a money. studio. I, I, I just see a studio being like, all right, well, they're done. We'll just start. We'll just start again with someone else. You know what I mean? They'll get someone else to write a sequel and they'll get somebody else to direct the film. And right. just someone going. like interesting. I mean, besides That's fast cool and the furious, <laughs> Jurassic and fast and the furious are universal's two biggest money-making properties. Like there, there, there's going to be more movies. Let's talk about this before we kind of wrap up. Yeah, we up. got Trick's Jurassic World cereal right now. It's, we do. it's everywhere. Yes. We know. They're not for just kids. We like them too. Mm-hmm. Um, They're not for rabbits. <laughs> what do we, what, what, like in your ideal world? Yeah. What, and let, assu- assuming there's going to be more movies, like for, forget saying I don't want any more. What would you like to see ideally going forward? What, what what is there an angle? Because I've got like three or four things spinning in my head, but I don't want to sully anybody's ideas. So oh, okay, have you thought about this at all? I just thought of something. Yeah. If there was like a rescue rehabilitation program for dinosaurs that have been through a lot, I would watch a show about that, like almost like a sanctuary for for dinosaurs. Um, that. I, I know nothing other than that. That's just my idea I had. I just like a nice, you, pleasant. You want yeah. to see dinosaurs go through therapy. Exactly. And and connect with human beings and help them. And that connection. Do they be talk in this? Do they talk in this world or is it still? No, it's that it's okay. that hidden language it's of, just of like Jake, you and a horse. Or no, it's just dog. this. Like, it's just a lot of this. Jake getting on an airplane with his support velociraptor. Uh, yes. That's what I'm saying. What can we, what can we actually <laughs> understand about dinosaurs? Well, how can they benefit? How can we benefit them? All right. I think that could be something. We can it ben- probably won't be. We can if benefit watching, them as food. And that's hit me it. up about rescue. Uh, what am I calling this? Rescue dinosaurs nine one one. Okay. Um, Jake, have you thought about this at all? I mean, if 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 it was if it was my ideal world, and I and I could get anything I wanted, mm-hmm. I've said this before. Um, I wish that they would give it a little bit of time. And then I wish that they would do like a HBO limited series and just readapt the book accurately to the book. Um, it would be rated R because the book is got some pretty brutal stuff in it. Um, but it has a, it, there's a lot of differences. The characters are pretty different than what they ended up. Steven Spielberg has this ability to take like, I'm rereading jaws right now and jaws and Jurassic Park, the books are both, the books are both great. And the stories are, you know, basically the same. But when you watch Jaws and you see Brody and like Brody and Ellen love each other and it's like kind of heartwarming and Brody's like, you know, he goes out on the boat and he doesn't really know what's happening, but he's, he wants to learn. And he's like, he's in, he's an endearing character and he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. But then when you read the book, he's like daydreaming about how he wants to punch Hooper in the face and feed him to the shark. And he's like, everybody sucks in the book and everybody's Isn't the mafia in it. They're lo- the mafia is in the book. That's a little more human. And the Jurassic park is the same way. The characters aren't so uh, lovable and, and endearing. And, you know, Jurassic park, the book opens with a, with a baby being eaten in a crib. And there's a whole plot line that the dinosaurs are getting off the Island before anything is even before the power goes out, they're already right. figuring out ways to get. There's just like there's a lot. They go deeper into 
the sick triceratops and why it's sick and what Hammond that means. is a and little bit more evil. More Hammond's corrupt. yeah. Mm-hmm. Hammond Thank is a he's a up. he's a money you know he's a money guy and like character deaths are different. You know, Ian dies in the first book. They bring him back in the second book, and, and they and they have to retcon. They literally have him being like, "Yeah, well, I died for a little bit." Um, Hammond dies he, in the first book. Hammond dies in okay. yeah in a really gruesome way. Like a lot of people die. It's scarier. There's more dinosaur stuff. There's a lot more dinosaur stuff. You learn there's more real science in the books, and I think it would be cool if if you know a limited TV series just adapted the book I, I feel like if you did that for jurassic park and you know I, I i would feel the same way for jaws you know if if you come out and say oh somebody's remaking jurassic park or someone's remaking jaws then my first you know reaction is like well fuck that it's gonna suck there's no way it's gonna be as right. good as the original but if you're adapting the books the characters are different. Everything's different. There's room for both of those things to exist because it's not, it wouldn't be a remake of Steven Spielberg's Jurassic Park. It would be a readaptation of the book. Yeah. Similar to how um, The Shining has Stanley Kubrick's interpretation. And then there's like a live and action the TV one. show that you and I have seen. That is, yeah. Well, uh, the, that's the actual story. Like, the, the yeah, story that was but in the book. that. Sure, but that's kind of a bad. Uh, that movie that is, sucks. I know because it's so that's a bad. Uh, that's a PG thirteen movie of an NC seventeen. But it was filmed book. at the. You're right, but it was filmed at the Stanley. If you had like a uh, somebody with a vision, a writer director who who really wanted to stay super faithful to the book as far as like tone and character goes, I think that would be really cool. Yeah. Oh, if, if no go. I was just going to say, like, if that's not my option, if that's not an option and it's something where they have to make another film based off of the films we have, I'd be okay with that. But I would want it to be super toned down and and maybe, you know, I've I've mentioned this before, too, but I I really love that movie Baby, which is all about um, a couple trying to rescue the last, you know, Brachiosaur or a Mm -hmm. Patasaur. It would be really cool to watch a movie where Grant and Ellie have to ret, you know, they have to try to get this dinosaur to safety and it's the last one or something. You know what I mean? Like something that's toned down. We don't mm-hmm. need 50 Intimate. different dinosaurs. Afterlife. Make this. Yeah. Make the stories. Yes. Afterlife. It make the story still make place in the world of all six movies, but just take the scale down. a little. It doesn't have to be so crazy. Mm-hmm. We don't Everything to doesn't have to be so fast. Am... Yeah. I think there's a way to keep the franchise going, scale it back a little bit, but still retain the nostalgia. Yeah, I would, I would, I want to see a movie about a team of like researchers mm-hmm. who basically are doing like a a an urban exploration of the original oh, island. Sign me up after the events of the first movie. They and could just, do. Go ahead. Just have an Finish. adventure, like yeah. just to have four almost f- like Annihilation style, like sure, but like <laughs> I love that movie. I mean, I mean, something where it's like you don't necessarily have to worry about all keeping up with all the plot points and all the development, like or the have, end of the world. Have it take place in like 1997 or 1998, and just have it be a, a contained story in the Jurassic universe. They could also they could also do something like that, and they could pull in the you know, elements from the book where it was more of the sciencey stuff or finding out about the dinosaurs getting off Island. You could pull that stuff into that story. They could be like, Oh, that, you know, they could find out 
secrets or whatever, you know, they could find out information about whatever dinosaurs are still on the island at that point. I don't know. Dude, yeah, I think we cool. got a movie cooking up here between our ideas. Or I mean, maybe it's about us. Dotson, you know, sending in a team to retrieve the the you know the can. Yeah, can. Oh, somebody had to do that. Star Wars move. Or it's Rogue One of Jurassic Park. Like we know how this goes down. <laughs> here's the move. Here's the move. Legacy sequel to the first movie that ignores two, three, four, and five. Just like. <laughs> Halloween, Halloween, and, and Two, three, Terminator four, five, and Six, you mean, or whatever. This is the real <laughs> sequel it's to probably Jurassic. Probably not going to be good. Go no. ahead. I mean, I, listen. Need original stories. They're, they're going to continue. Uh, they're going to continue it in in some way. Um, I, I think though that this original story has kind of. There's not really anywhere to go with it. At this there's point. not. You have They've to exhausted you, it. So. You got to think outside the box, and that's what's so funny about Dominion is that. A lot of people, myself included, were like, well, you know what? They finally figured out a way to get it out of this park setting. The dinosaurs in the real world. Now they can finally open up their plot. Mm-hmm. And then they ended up just dropping them all into a sanctuary and doing Rebuilding the, park the same and thing again. Plot. Yeah, I think totally it's going to I think it's going to be. Uh, <laughs> they're just going to have another person try to open a theme park on, on, on site B. I would watch a movie about a theme park being constructed and the concept being developed regarding dinosaurs and what happens behind the here's, scenes. No, That's here's what it is. It needs to be like a tiger like king. Parts. It needs to be like a tiger king, like all these roadside <laughs> dinosaur parks. <laughs> yes, and that- that's where my and, rehabilitation and the battle, idea comes in. The battle between something. the different corrupt, trashy owners of these parks. <laughs> yeah. Come on down to the Arkansas Dilophosaurus Sanctuary. It's a spitting good time. <laughs> she fed her husband to those velociraptors, I swear. Best raptors are His body's out there in the back somewhere. <laughs> you listen here, Lewis Dotson. <laughs> I'm going to put one right between your eyes. That's a great one. Then you have a story about a special dinosaur that gets swept up into that world and needs to be rescued. There's baby. <laughs> there's baby. And then there's baby. Ellie and, Ellie and Grant shutting down all the roadside dinosaur zoos. <laughs> hey, even uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, I would watch her do that I'm as d- Claire. I'm done with Actually, that. yeah. Fuck. I can't deal with the, the Had enough. with Owen. When Bryce is there, yeah, I don't Chris care about Pratt's Owen. I I like that scene at the beginning where she's like in all black, and it's like it felt to me a little bit like how people, you know, will try to like rescue cows off of farms and stuff. Where she's oh right, like, where they go rescue, she's yeah. in all black, and she doesn't. They rescue the yeah. I, I like that. I would watch that. I kind thought of that shit. was pretty cool too. I bet she could write or at least direct episodes with herself in it because she's done it before. Yeah. Um. Well, listen. Here's the deal you're always going to have fun watching these movies, right? You'd have to be pretty like, I've seen some people going really, really hard. Like this is like, you know, this is not supposed to be high art, right? Like it, it is what it is. You know, it's, but it's hold on. Six movie. In Let the- Jake make a speech. I know what he's going to say. I, I, it's weird Here because it like part of me wants to agree with that, but also you have to judge a movie based on the best movie in its franchise. And Jurassic Park is high art. It is the highest of art. It is amazing. It is well done. Everything about Jurassic Park is well done. If it was done once, that's the standard. You can't make a shitty movie and be like, yeah, but it's a dinosaur movie. No, Jurassic Park exists and it's perfect. 
So you can't make another movie and say, oh, but it's just a dinosaur. It's just a silly. No, it's in the Jurassic Park franchise. If that's what it's. That's what it's. You know that that's it. But I don't uh, think that preach, they. Jake, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. When they're brainstorming the movie, when Colin Trevorrow is developing the script, I don't think they're approaching it with this uh, thought process of like, how can we regain the reverence and the specialness of the original? I think they're like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to have a motorcycle chase through the middle of like Rome and have yeah. Claire jumping from building to building? Like, I think someone was like, what's the what's like the coolest place we could put dinosaurs? Discovery what do y'all think? Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. There's a, yeah, there's I don't know. A, there's a part in the movie where when that's happening, when that chase scene is happening, Owen comes around a corner and there's like an Allosaurus and yeah. uh, there's another dinosaur. I can't, I think maybe it was a, a Carno, but anyway, there's a guy on a scooter, like on a, you know, like a, not like a, a motorized scooter. No, it's not a motorized oh, scooter. Okay. It's like a, like a razor it's scooter. Like, like a razor scooter. Oh, and he's, razoring in between these two giant carnivores and the allosaurus like eats him yeah but it's like whole, what, what did he think he was doing why was yeah, yeah. he that why was he someone, on his razor scooter so someone that should uh the... someone should uh he's like hey someone film me do this someone should warn that allosaurus that there could be razors in his candy <laughs> what are we talking allosaurus have razors oh the razor oh okay your <laughs> scooter Hey, that was. Do they have feathers? Do they have razors too? Um, yeah. I I don't know. They had a razor because of the feathers. I I mean, listen. I I will be very interested to see where this where it goes. I won't be surprised if they're just like, "Hey, Colin Trevorrow is producing another one. They're going to find a new director, and it's going to be out in four years, and it's just going to be more bullshit, bigger, bolder, bigger dinosaurs, brighter bullshit." brighter bullshit um i love the first jurassic park i like that there's only like six or seven different species of dinosaurs each one is treated with uh uh, so much respect and you learn a little bit about each one and there's Mm -hmm. these really touching character moments and like that's the spielberg effect though that's not something that every director like we just saw afterlife right yeah Mm-hmm. We just watched it again uh, out at EctoFest. But like clearly Jason Reitman, and I listened to a really great interview with him from 2018 where he talks about his movies and about how no matter what movie he's making, he, he, he was talking about Juno and he was like, Juno is not about teenage pregnancy. He goes, that is the setting is teenage pregnancy. Juno is about what it's like to grow up and what it's like for a female. Coming to- of age tale. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Sorry. Thank you. Um, good job. Thank I you. I love Juno, y'all. No, it's listen, good. It's great. I know, I know. I'm trying I've to make a it fucking since... point. Sorry. God. What'd you drink some coffee? Yeah. <laughs> Through your nose? No. <laughs> Stop. You know me. <laughs> listen. Juno is not about teenage pregnancy. Juno is about uh the maturity of a female teenager versus the maturity of a male teenager and growing up faster than they're ready for, right? And he's talking about all of his different movies, right? Yeah. Um, and say in and this was before Ghostbusters, but with Ghostbusters Afterlife, the the movie is not, you know, it going back to the original tagline, which by the way, if anybody goes back into our archive 2019, where we review the first teaser trailer, we're all trying to predict the plot of afterlife. 
And all we had was the original log line, which was a family moves back into a farmhouse and discovers, uh, you know, clues about their past. And we were like, that's not what the movie is. That's a, but that is what the movie was about. But no way, no way Bill Murray's in it. <laughs> but it was about character yeah. and it is about character. And it's about this family. And uh, when we talked to Jason Reitman, he talked about generational forgiveness and the coming of age thing that Jason Reitman is, is that's the kind of movie he likes to make. Um, you can find thematic human elements in the original Jurassic Park movie, right? We talked about it earlier. Um, yes. Motivations of each of these characters, right? Grant is somebody who's holding on to uh, his profession and his passion of paleontology and looking at these dinosaurs and being amazed that they're there and that they exist, but knowing in his gut that they're not really shouldn't be treated they that shouldn't way. be treated they shouldn't be here and they're not really dinosaurs and he's stepping up to be have a parental role for the for uh the kids exactly and, uh, exactly Kim. yeah he's changing as a person because in the beginning of the movie he wants nothing to do with kids he says that babies smell <laughs> they, they do. do if you haven't seen he's the movie correct. yeah um and ellie has her motivations and one of the, key, the the key moments at the beginning of jurassic park is where hammond gets frustrated because he's like fuck I brought you dinosaur people here to be impressed and you're all shitting on me. And yeah. it's like, it creates this tension. I, no matter what movie I see, like I want that character development. I want to buy in to the motivations of the individual characters. By the time you get to the sixth Jurassic park and Owens, you know, riding a, a, a horse, you know, lassoing whatever, whatever those dinosaurs were. And there's a cloned kid, yes, and mm -hmm. yeah, it's just it's too much for me at that point. It gets really far away from what you were saying, which is the distillation of Jurassic Park, the idea of can you contain chaos? Can you take the beautiful, clearly not the beautiful and the wild and, and the exotic and things that we don't really understand, and can we put them under man's control? And the answer is no, never. It always fucks up. And I don't think the last movie was really about that. This Dominion was kind of about like Italy and. <laughs> James Bond. It was about Italy. Yeah. It was about Italy. Yeah. Um, all right, Jake, I'm gonna give you the final word before we wrap up here. Um are you gonna see this movie again in theater? Or are you gonna wait till it's out on streaming? Um, you know, I would. I, I I'm not sure, you know, maybe once we get back from our um trip, I, I I would like to see it again. There are some interesting moments in it. There's a whole scene, you know, with like underground dinosaur fighting and and I thought all that stuff was kind of cool, black market, weird. There, there's definitely some cool ideas in it. There, there's plenty of stuff I enjoyed, and there's plenty of stuff I, I disliked. I would like to see this in the theater again. It's it it's as far as we know, it's the final film in the Jurassic Park series. So I I, I owe it respect. I do want to check it out one more time and, and get another another grasp on it. And, th and there's also just things I would like to see again. There, there, there's some good visuals and there's stuff I enjoyed. Is it great? No, but I, I think I, I'm not, I can't say I'm not excited that it's 2022 and there's a Jurassic park movie in the theater. Mm -hmm. I, I think my favorite scene is, is Ellie and Grant having to put on the, the bio suits and try to find <laughs> yeah. it. Cause it's so weird and different. The, oh, the like part, that. the part where, Grant and Ellie have to put on disguises and fight giant grasshoppers. Yeah, that's, that's a real thing in this movie. I <laughs> liked that because yes, it was different. It was it was wonderfully different. It was, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. and I wanted to echo Jake your uh, the the dinosaur underground gambling thing. Um, 
I liked that a lot and was interested in that plot line. And I thought the aesthetic reminded me of what you've shown me of Dinotopia, kind of. Like, it, it just reminded yeah. me a little bit of it. Dinotopia like is what... God, wouldn't it have been cool if it was just more like Dinotopia where people and dinosaurs have actually had to learn to live together and Go like to. people are, you know, literally living in societies where they have to interact with that. Now I'm annoyed. I'd no, rather make a like dino. Were- Why isn't there a Dinotopia movie? Craig, you're always saying that you think it's so weird that Jurassic Park is the only dinosaur movie. And I've I seen, do think I that's saw- weird. I saw somebody else mention that recently. Somebody on Twitter made a post about like, apparently when Jurassic Park was made, the entire filmmaking community had to make a pact and said, all right, this is it. We can't make any other. There's if you go back before Jurassic Park, there's a lot of dinosaur movies being made. You know, there was especially in the like 50s to the 70s. There's a lot of like older horror films where it's like, you know, the land that time forgot or Valley of there's certain- or there's so many movies that involve dinosaurs. That would have been a bit dude. Valley of Guanji is I love that Valley of Guanji is this small movie that takes place like in Mexico or something. And uh, they find what three small, three dinosaurs are hiding out in, in the chaos that ensues because these three dinosaurs exist. Remake that and call it Jurassic Park. You know what I mean? It doesn't. It doesn't have to be a big world, fucking uh, spanning thing. Three right. dinosaurs and one tiny horse. Yeah, Three dinosaurs, a tiny horse. Here's the I thing, though. Oh, I had a thought. Gavin, what do you want to go? Well, I was going to say one thing. Go. Jurassic Park uh, kind of has it. it kind of capitalized on on dinosaur movies, like. You know what? You also don't see movies about people hunting and capturing ghosts, which is a fun concept that could be explored <laughs> in different. You don't. Right. Yeah. Because everyone would go, Whoa, what do you think is this Ghostbusters? Yes, because honestly, the special effects that happen in Ghostbusters and the special effects that happen in Jurassic Park almost made ghosts the exclusive property of Ghostbusters and dinosaurs the exclusive property of Jurassic Park. Because everyone's probably like, why the fuck should I try? It won't look that good. Yeah, but like the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park are so drastically different from what dinosaurs actually look oh, like. Oh, drastically different. I think it's a drastically ju- different. Drastically different. I love um, that. I like that word. They're, and, and, you know, our, our, uh, our knowledge of dinosaurs now is very different than it was in 1993. Yeah. Um, also, like, I feel like the thing that's exclusive to Jurassic Park is let's genetically engineer dinosaurs. Right. Make sure. a movie. Make a movie where it's like you fell back in time, or any. Di- oh, this dinosaur somehow exit. You know, never died out. It doesn't have to be genetically engineered. It like there's a million things you can do. There's a there's a story in um uh Abby that book you gave me that you got in California. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. All the dinosaur stuff. Um, there's a story in there. Now. It's mine now. Um, there's a there's a story in there called A Sound of Thunder. I don't know oh, if you it, read this one. Is it Ray Bradbury? It's Ray Bradbury. And yeah. there is a movie called A Sound of Thunder. Okay. Very loosely. Ba- the movie's garbage. But the story is that it's in the future. A company has time, has made time travel. and um, Or time travel exists. And one company that's popular is... We'll take you back in time. You sh- kill a dinosaur. You shoot a dinosaur Westworld. if you want. 
and uh and but it's very specific you got to stay on the track kill the only the dinosaur we tell you to kill and it's a and it's a t-rex and the and a, and a the thing in the story is that uh there's this one like trophy hunter guy who's like all full of himself and he's a fucking piece of shit mm-hmm. and he's like you know just talking like a big game and then when he's there and he sees a tyrannosaurus rex he like shits himself and yes, he's like he's like he's like this is terrifying and he's like i want to go home like he has a he has a breakdown because of how scary the dinosaur is make that movie yes. somebody give me that movie that concept is awesome i love that i want to see that person that that man go down i want to see that i man really want to see him scream <laughs> well listen everybody this was a lot of fun we're i'm glad we could get our our, our feelings out for for jurassic world dominion and um, you know, we'll 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 see it again. If these movies, once they hit cable, you know, streaming, they're on What's a cable? lot. It's like this thing that has FX. You see it at the hotel. Oh, oh FX! World. I remember that from nostalgia. <laughs> like practical effects. I remember that from nostalgia. <laughs> is a funny sentence. Um, and yeah, we've got Martha's Vineyard coming up next week, but we'll still be dropping podcasts. Uh, we appreciate everybody's support. Dropping podcasts. Dropping podcasts, and we appreciate everybody who has signed up for Patreon. <laughs> we have a lot going on on Patreon. We did our bonus Extreme Toy Anxiety this week. Our uh, Toy Anxiety After Show. We have. Bonus audio content dropping all the time. From this episode, even. And from this episode, you're getting this early and ad-free with additional content at the beginning. Uh, We appreciate everybody's support. And if you want to learn more, you can sign up at patreon.com slash yes, have some. And no, we're not going to put the entire podcast behind a paywall, uh, but we do like doing additional content for uh, our our supporters. It's it's amazing. It's fun. Um, Exactly. I will say this. I know we have not. The original plan was to do an Obi-Wan after show like we did for uh, Book of Boba Fett and Mandalorian uh, season one and two. We have not been able to do that because of our uh, extremely busy schedules. But the finale is next week. The plan is to do a recap and we'll have Ryan on and we'll have Troy Benjamin on and, and we'll all you know be able to have a we'll nice. We'll be on too. We'll be on there too. It's Actually, probably going to be an extra that's going to be a big, thick episode. It's, it's going to be, be like $75. It's going to be. <laughs> yeah, it'll be 100 bucks. I mean, you're getting tro- Listen, we Troy can't Benjamin's just give out, out retirement. Yeah, free Troy, Troy Benjamin, Benjamin, Benjamin is not cheap. <laughs> cannot give out are we, Is that going to be a live episode, you think? Or are we just going to We'll probably do a live stream. Yeah. Do a live that episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be, be fun. fun. Okay. Um, that'll probably be early the week we get back. So Obi-Wan later. therapy time. Obi-Wan yes. therapy. Obi wonder why they did that. I love it. Um, <laughs> That's the no. name of the show. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then we've got Comic-Con coming up. We've got Thor Love and Thunder coming up. And uh, all, all the all the normal stuff we've got going on. How about Let, Obi? Why hey. the fuck was the last episode so good? <laughs> Let, let's do a fuck budget next week. Let's yeah, do it. it's been so long. Well, I mean, next week we'll be in Martha's Vineyard. But, you know, le- next like real show. We'll do it. Cool. We do can do a Martha's budget. Vineyard fuck budget. We'll see. No, we're on vacation. <laughs> How the fuck we'll, do you? All right. We'll it's going to be like $100 if you want that. We'll do a Martha's Vineyard fuck budget, and all of the all of the categories are, all right, well, uh, how many fucks did you give South Beach? How, how many, many fucks, fucks do you have? You what do you care about uh, sand? A little bit sandy. I don't like <laughs> it's, sand. It's five just fuck. five different beaches. So. I, uh, I'm excited. Well, it's going to be good. Um, and we appreciate everybody hanging out. 
in the Discord on Patreon and, and on Instagram and, mm -hmm. and Facebook group therapy. Mm -hmm. We mm -hmm. love you guys. Mm -hmm. uh, and cheers flying. We got more shit to do. Yeah. What did you say? I said this year is oh, flying. Oh, this year. Okay. It is. It's almost July. I know. It's, it's about to be Dragon nuts. Con. I can't wait. Jeez. It's going to be Horror Nights. It's all good things. When do we take a break? You guys doing Never. any new costumes this year? Fuck. I'm thinking about it. Because I don't. What do you think I have, about it? I want to. I mean, I don't. Okay, I'm thinking about doing costumes, but nothing specific. I like doing costumes. How Clay's going to be there with like 10 great costumes. Gonna be I mad know. I feel like yeah, if Hal's being now. there. I, I want to. I need to redo my Hobbit feet. Okay. I think I want to. I want to do my. I want to do my Hobbit, but I need my feet were. Oh, they were barking. That I bet that inspires me, Jake. Like I think dog. I would. I would like to. I've always wanted to do Mary or Pippin. Probably Mary. Yeah. Okay. So I might do that. Do oh, and I'll be that. um, Rudy. What's his name? <laughs> Sam. Samwise Gamgee. Sam. Sam. Rudy. No, I'm gonna I'll be Samwise wearing you. a Notre Dame jersey. I'll, I'll tell you the reason I did just generic Hobbit is because it gets expensive when you want to start do the real being a right. yeah. If you want to be accurate. you want to be Mary me. and Sam and get the costumes that they're wearing, then I'm gonna be it Mary inspired three Mary times like. as more. You'll be Mary Sue. Yeah. A, a <laughs> Hobbit with a crazy amount of power for no reason. Just, it's just a Hobbit with a lightsaber. Somehow I know everything <laughs> and I fix things. Uh, I'll be like, hey, I'm a Hobbit. Which one are you? Uh, Mary Sue. Dale, a, a, a dyad in the Shire. <laughs> I'm a dyad in the Shire. <laughs> Are those uh, movies good? I love yeah, the original Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings movies. movies. No, I'm talking yes. about the sequel. Oh, trilogy. Star Wars. Fuck I don't want Hobbit. Don't bring that up. Wait, I don't what are we talking about? about? Fuck the Hobbit trilogy and also the <laughs> not Force Awakens. Force Awakens is great. Force Awakens is great. It's a great movie. Yeah, I'm gonna be Ray when I grow up. It's gonna be awesome. Yeah. Um, all right, everybody. For uh, Abigail Gardner, Jacob Walsh. Uh, my name is Craig Goldberg. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at YHS Podcast. And we didn't even acknowledge it, but we're recording this on Ghostbusters Part Two Day. It is. Go we watch it. Thing. I've been watching it for three nights straight. I've seen That's a lot of Ghostbusters too. I've been watching it for thirty-seven years straight. <laughs> Whoa. Well, wait, thirty-three. It's not been out. Yeah, thirty-three. Yeah, thirty-three. And. Uh, you know, now that Jason Reitman's going to make a second Ghostbusters movie, I want to know which <laughs> national monument he's going to have in there. Maybe he'll have Mount Rushmore. That was going to say, like North by Northwest, maybe Mount Rushmore. <laughs> All four heads. Come <laughs> it's the four, no, no, no. It's he's just up. Mount. It's now the four Ghostbusters. <laughs> That's such a good idea. Yep. Dude. Lucky podcast. McKenna uh, Grace. Uh, Abby and, <laughs> and Abby and Jay. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many yeah. Ghostbusters. Can There's I just a give a lot. shout out? I don't know if they listen regularly, but Logan Kim's parents. Listen, Logan Kim's great, but Brandy yeah. and Doe, mm -hmm. unbelievably cool people. Love them yeah, so much. Sure. And uh, uh, it's been really cool getting to know you guys. And uh, we're so I'm so happy for Logan Kim. What a great situation. You're about you're in high school. You're in a Ghostbusters movie. You're about yeah. to be in the sequel. <laughs> Who knows what else he's going to be in? Like he's doing yeah. convention. This is cool. Yeah. So shout out yeah. to them. Yeah, and to his brother for graduating. No, just being accepted into uh, college. He got accepted oh, into college. But he so. already graduated. Right. Good, no, job. He's young. good job, though. Yeah. Oh. Good job. Yeah, yeah, yeah great job. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, everybody. We'll see everybody right. next week. And uh, you know that old saying: if you go to Martha's Vineyard to see a shark, don't fucking. 
go near it. Six more months of summer. <laughs> it's called Martha's V. If you go into Martha's V and there's blood in the water. Oh, stop. <laughs> stop. I wish I would have said that. Bye, everybody. Bye, y'all. Oh, bye. Have a great okay. vacation, family.